Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Well, let me ask you guys this. I do want to touch on this quickly. We have all each had our own little experience with to degree or not to degree. Yes. That's always the question. Whether it is the bachelor's, pursuing the master's to get a little bit ahead. I can speak for myself. I've been in the corporate world for a long time, but I had no degree. I went straight from failed community college and too much partying into the airlines and seeing the world. Yes. <gasps> Camille de la Tessa Rosa. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> I'd love to hear from you guys. What are your struggles? What is your experience? And I know especially my two good friends here have had some quandaries this year on whether to pursue that higher education. That piece of paper that says I'm allowed to regurgitate this information. So mm-hmm. let's let's start. Let's start with you. And like, what's your degree? And, and when did you get it? And when you thought about pursuing higher education, and why you thought about? And let's go around the table because I think we all we all have them. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm the first in my family to attend college and graduate. It took me seven years uh, with the help of my single mother and working three part-time jobs. And it was the only reason I went to be, to be a teacher. That was my lifelong dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked in the oil business first and decided that I wanted men to look me in the eye. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make a difference. And it wasn't going to be in the oil business. And even if they had to be 11 years old, they were going to work. That's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, here, honey. Right here. Right. Uh, so, um, and then I realized when I was teaching, oh, I want to be a counselor. But then I saw what my counselors were doing, and I thought, ew, yeah. no one's counseling. They're doing test-taking, state paperwork. test paperwork. <laughs> so two years ago, I went to get my master's in criminal justice, victim advocacy. <clears throat> so I could, because my goal was to work with human sex trafficking survivors. Mm-hmm. I had some at my school. Wanted to instead of them coming to me after school or at lunch, I wanted to make official program. Yeah. I created this official program, and my principal at the time said, "You can have your class, but I need you to still multitask and do this, this, and this." Yeah. I realized while taking these classes, and I only had in fact, I just finished a summer class this week. I realized that that was part of my mental health problem for me was I'm taking these classes about elderly abuse, family Mm -hmm. violence, and I was so depressed. And I thought, I don't have any joy left. What Mm -hmm. am I doing? And again, I had to say, oh my gosh, how selfish are you to not do this? And so I was meditating, praying, doing whatever I could to just be like, okay, I'm open. Put in my lap what I'm supposed to do. So this January, I was getting a pedicure and I sat there and my husband and I, over a Christmas vacation, we kept watching this food truck race show. And 
As I was getting a pedicure, I wrote out half of my business plan for my food truck. I know nothing about owning a food truck. I like to cook, but not in great, you know, it's okay. But I realized that, oh, I want to own my own food truck. So I went and I got my DBA, I got my website, I got everything. Not everything, but a lot of it. And I told my husband, I said, I think I want to go take some cooking classes. And he was like, okay. I applied for the Art Institute in Culinary in Houston. I got mm-hmm. accepted. Congratulations. Thank you. And then they said, oh, we don't do financial aid. And we're like $60,000. Okay. I was like, deuces. Right. <laughs> um, so I went back to my original college and found that they have a food service management bachelor degree. And so I applied for a second bachelor's degree, and it would be business and how to own and run a restaurant. And so this semester, and I'm still I'm questioning everything I'm doing, sure, because I have all of this in the air. But my husband said, when I was trying to find myself, you had my back for nine months. I got yours for this next school year. Do what you want to do. Um, I'm supposed to start. My second bachelor's in three weeks, it has to do, and I don't even know what I'm thinking, and, I'm, and I question myself constantly, and it's not that I need this degree to do this, but I have to take classes, though. I actually, and I, I don't need the classes, but I, I feel like it's like for food prep, I haven't been taking accounting since 1992, so like, we're not going to have accounting on paper now, you know? Right. It's going to be on a computer. So I, I'm going for it. This I'm taking it one semester at a time. Um, my wonderful and loving astrologer, Robert Brown, we love you. Oh yes, we do love you, Robert. Um, yeah. Robert. Shout out Robert. Yeah. He um I had a reading with him for my birthday, and he said, When are you publishing your next book? Because I did it, I published an ebook about infertility and the comedy side of it, which is not that funny, but I found it. Um, and I said, oh, I'm not doing that. You know, and he said, well, I see you traveling and cooking. And so he got down to the actual date that I need to do my soft open. He's good at picking dates. And did everything down to, and so I thought, okay, I'm going to do this. So I am stepping out into a world I know nothing about, but like I told my family and my friends, I want to cook and laugh and make people happy. And if I go to school for a semester and I find it, nothing makes people more happy than you handing them a plate of delicious food. Right. Like if you want to see see joy on people's faces, it's around food. Yeah. 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 So um, it is, am I allowed to say the name of my food truck? Because I haven't opened it yet. Hashtag. So it's going to be Italy. Italian fusion ah, and it's, yeah, Sic- it's Sicily meat soul food. Me and my oh, husband definitely go visit it. Please, yes. yeah, give her a shout out. There's some good stuff because her family's been feeding me since I was 11. <laughs> <laughs> but I am struggling with should I really be going back to school? Should I, you know, should I be doing something more productive? And I would just say intuitively. Like taking some of those classes about food safety and all that kind of stuff, I think will be really beneficial. But I don't think you need to have a degree. Yeah. Uh, and see, that's where I'm, I'm feeling. I'm like, let me dabble in these classes yeah. and then just see where I'm at. Yeah. Take what can be can be helpful because excuse me. Oh. <laughs> 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 
Um, <laughs> yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, you can get an account to help you with the accounting side of stuff. But like the food safety and that kind of stuff would be beneficial. Well, and, as, as you were talking, that was like what was popping through my mind is QuickBooks, like the, all that stuff is like kind of automated now. You too. It, it is. is. It yeah. is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so much easier than it was. Yeah. So what yeah. are you getting, Alexa? Because you were wanting to. Oh, Alexa. Alexa. Oh, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. What are you getting? <laughs> <laughs> Add that to my shopping list. I have a bachelor's degree. Um, I grew up with the expectation I was going to college, um, which was a little bit difficult when I was younger. I had dyslexia or half dyslexia. By the time I was in kindergarten, I couldn't read at a kindergarten level. And I had a, a math teacher who taught me how to read. And by fifth grade, I was at fourth grade or maybe fifth grade reading level, and I jumped to it like a high school, college level in that year. So I found the things that clicked. Well, and someone who could teach you how you learned. Oh, yes, definitely in between kindergarten and first grade. And it was really bad in second grade. I switched schools, and I didn't know this at the time. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Listen to the marbles. <laughs> <laughs> but the administration at this, the school I was going to had told my parents, um, she will not pass fifth grade. She will repeat, and she will never graduate high school. Wow. Well, excuse me, my excuse me, I just fuck them. Um, I now have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. I have them, and what probably people would consider useless degrees. Um, I have a bachelor's in art history, a master's in museum professions, and I thought I wanted to work in a museum or an art gallery. Who knows? One day I might go there. Um, and also, this girl is. Extremely intelligent. Oh my gosh. Yeah, extremely. Brilliant beyond her years. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And not just like. <laughs> and half our age. Not just emotionally intelligent, but also very intelligent. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, IQ and EQ. Sure. Yes. Yeah, just think the, the thing, the way the mind works and the way you think is at this whole it's a different, different level. level. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. It was, I think it was hard in school because they wanted to teach. One way only. And mm-hmm. I, I moved to a school that taught mm-hmm. three different ways. I was getting D's and F's to A's, which was great. Yeah. Um, but getting back onto the degrees, well, and just, just to digress, is in my opinion, the reason that you weren't reading is because all that was boring to you. Oh, were so, you were so yeah, at this level preach. that all that stuff was so boring to you. They were like, you were like the kid who's like, you're trying to teach me to crawl. I'm already walking in my own head. And right. so that just not in your lane. Okay. It's just not in your lane. So I'm just not going to bother with you. Yeah. I said two words and then I was like, okay, here, we're speaking. I didn't crawl. My mom jokes. I didn't crawl shit. I went from like on my knees to straight up walking. Right. I don't. Derek is the eighth player in your class. And you're like, let's talk about past lives. Right. read the story, Indra's Nets. But I read this in my first honors class in college. I'd have to look it up again. But I was like, yeah, I get this. Yeah. And everyone else in the class was like, I don't, I don't what does this mean? It's like, I was saying this to the teacher. I was like, okay, yeah, so it means this. And it's all connected. And people were like, what the hell? I was like, oh, I just must get this. Like, this is yeah. like resonating mm-hmm. with me. But back to the degrees, because um, I've been struggling. Do I want to go back to school for an MBA? Do I want to go to school for a PhD in our history? Again, what I use it, I don't know. But at this point, I'm like, if I want the, the MBA, I'll go get the MBA when, I, when it's right. If I want the PhD, do I really want to write another thesis? No, I freaking hate writing my next <laughs> one. Um, but I wish there was colleges were set up 
maybe I just haven't looked at colleges that are set up this way for you to audit classes or take the classes that you want that are specific mm-hmm. to your life. Mm-hmm. You yeah. wanted your accounting class or your food safety. Yeah, you take yeah. it, but don't go get the degree like you were saying about the psychology. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, well, if you want to practice, go get it. So you need it to practice. But if you just want to learn about it, certain aspects of it that you want to learn more about. And I don't need to take three semesters of Spanish to be able to do psychology. Right, right. That's the Yeah. Oh, we've had from high school, you go into your profession. You don't worry about getting that. I'm almost 50, and I don't want to learn Spanish now. I'm sorry. I just would not be good at it. But then I might. Okay. Let's back up from this conversation like a step and a half. Mm-hmm. But it's like so we're sitting we're sitting here at this table and, and all of us are struggling with do we need this piece of paper or do we need this thing that proves to the world that we know this or yeah. should we go back and should we well, let's talk for a minute about why do all of us feel like we need exactly. That? Can yes. I can I can I say something? Please, sister, yeah. the floor preach. So you know, I just earned my associate's degree, which is kind of a big deal for me. I mean, it's not much. I know. No, don't 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 downplay it. Don't don't, okay. don't don't make yourself small. Okay. No need. But you know. I think I'm the first sibling in the family. I am the first sibling in the family to have an associate's degree Correct. or to have much education at all. And then I thought, well, I want to do my bachelor's. And I want to do my master's in psychology. And then I was having these random people telling me, mm-hmm. yeah, random people without knowing each other. Well, you don't need a degree to do what, you're gonna, what you need to do. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. And I'm like, but people will take me seriously. Unless I put this on my website yeah. with the letters that go after it. Yeah. So yeah, so I can't be the traditional psychologist, but do I wanna be mm-hmm. or psychiatrist? Do I wanna be that? Do I wanna be put in that box of like this is all I can do? And because follow someone else's protocol yeah. when you know intuitively. Yeah. But <laughs> it took me it took me a while to like wrap my head around like why do I want this and it was it was do I feel worthy mm-hmm. as a person to help someone else without having this piece of paper that says yes you are certified well, that proves, and it proves but to who to yeah them or to myself it's to them to an establishment and it is to myself as well that I am this Exalted person, I know what I'm doing <laughs> because God knows I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> it, it does come to me, and I am sincere in my desire. Absolutely, that's the core. Well, and and when we kind of step aside from our own self worth conversation that we all have mm-hmm. in the back of our mind, and we think about it this way, okay, so. Any of us that have like a, 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 a problem that we're looking for help with dealing with, on a scale of one to 10, what is your trust level with the establishment right mm. now? Mm. With, with a doctor or what, you know, whatever, whatever the issue is. Like if you walk into a, a, um, a new office for, you know, to help, for help with X, Y, or Z, right. out of the gate, what is your trust level with that establishment versus 
finding someone organically that more than likely your intuition is going to have led you is going to like put the two of you people together and it's a rule by an insurance company that's what i was yeah right yeah. And, and this and this person has dealt with this situation before and has has experience with it and is telling you girl i can't i can't solve the problem for you but i can tell you my experience and i can help you walk through your experience and i'll be right by your side and we'll get through this together right wrong or indifferent Right. Like, well, where's where's your trust, and where yeah. like, where who who would <laughs> what would you rather work? It, it's kind of let, let me just say this. I'm sorry. Okay. And then you say, like this whole patriarchy syndrome. Yes. Like I need to be this in order to be taken seriously because yeah. I feel like as a woman that my sexuality has been what has moved me forward, mm-hmm. and I've been an attractive woman in my life. You know, now I'm getting older, so I'm thinking more about, like, what is my worth? Because mm-hmm. I think it was wrapped up so much in, like, how people took me as a sexually attractive woman. Yes. Because I worked in a man's world for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that also has a lot to do with it. Just a little bit. It's a lot. Like, where is my worth? Mm-hmm. And my, I'm feeling my worth is not in my, in my body. Right. It's in here and in here. Yes. And I think as women, especially, um, and probably our age more so, the younger generation, I don't think you guys have to deal with that shit as much. You still do. You still do. But more microaggressions than overt. I'm going to get away with this shit because I'm a slander. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. They're actually almost rather deal with it. it there's good and bad to both. Oh, That's yeah. an excellent Yeah. Point. But you're coming from a generation that can stand up and speak their yeah. their piece in their mind versus dealing with it in, in a generation where you had to just deal with it. Yeah. Uh, not, not to go into a whole story, but when she was in the oil business before there was a 50-something-year-old well-respected in his field man who basically grabbed her breast in the hallway and suffered no consequences. Yeah. yeah. So that's the kind of oh, stuff. I've been through that kind of shit, girl. Yeah. And it still happens every day. It happened to me this school year. Oh, I've been a fellow teacher. Now, he didn't grab my breast, but he put his hands on me inappropriately and uncomfortably. But he thought that was the norm Mm -hmm. because he'd gotten away with it. Mm -hmm. And um, it's still occurring in our generation, you know. Mm -hmm. But we were taught to be quiet about it, whereas you have not been. I mean, it, it's it's more it's more accepted in, in this day and age to stand up and speak to that. Yes. And also, yeah. I think that's part of my own personal like why I want to be taken seriously and have a degree. So here is my piece of paper that says, "Hey, I'm smart at this." The university system. Yeah, I know how to do this, but actually, <laughs> yeah. you're fine. You so are. I, I have to, like, I, it's just killing me not to say this, but say I need to volley back to you your own advice. Okay. But you told me, mm-hmm. take the classes that, that'll help yeah. you. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, from the zoo, yeah. if we have another <laughs> lockdown from COVID, uh-huh. I'm going to look for someone who can heal me holistically that is not involved in insurance. Yeah. And that I feel is more about the human side and then the textbook side. Yeah. And I feel like what you're trying to tap into is what the world needs. Absolutely. I think this is good. Absolutely. Amen. 
time to point out that there are some people like you who intuitively know mm-hmm. and just can help people. And then there's people who need, who are only by the textbook, who need that because that's how they learn, that's sure. how they can give back. And then there's people who straddle the line. And if anyone is like struggling with, do I go back to school? Do I take a class? Do it for your own. If whatever you want, don't get it yeah. because somebody is telling you to. I think Aaron and I have many conversations about the school system, and at least in the states, and how yeah. we should just start over. But yeah. um, go get it for you, not for anyone else. Go take the classes you want. Leave the ones you don't. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and, yes. and, not, and not think that that piece of paper is going to prove to anybody else any, sure. anything yes. one way or the other because it's not. I mean. I think we've all had situations like this where it's like we've had we've had those moments of inspiration where you walk into a room and you don't, you don't know nothing about nothing. But you sit to the table, you don't rest rest firmly on the table, and you lean These forward jugs. and flip that head. Not in the sexuality part of it, but you right. just sit at the table. Oh. You sit at the table like you're on the table, mm-hmm. and yeah. well, and you. Oh, you pretend to. Yeah, well, yeah. or you don't let them know that you don't. Yeah, and that's, that's it. it. Part that's it. But we all have something to bring to that. Well, and not even, yeah. not even, not even, not even faking it, but just if if you're fake, you're not faking what you know, but you're faking the fact that I'm not going to let you know that I'm not as confident as I look. Well, just, oh yeah. You just yeah. you just step up and own it, and people walk away from that meeting, walk away from that table, going, "You're so right." That's exactly yeah. what we should do. And you were sitting there and your insides were flipping and flopping the whole time. Yeah. But the thing is, is that piece of paper had nothing to do. The piece of paper on the wall hanging back in my office, one way or the other, had nothing to do with what happened at that table. Right. It was because I believed enough in myself to not allow anybody else to know the inner struggle. Or you felt what was right. Right. You know, with it. Right. But sometimes we walk away and think, Imposter syndrome. Well, mm-hmm. But that was my question. What's the difference between mm-hmm. imposter syndrome and fake it till you make it? Right. It's some, and maybe Oprah said this when you, or no, Yama Van Zandt, when you know, like you know, like you know, like yeah. you know, that's right. and you let it out. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. that's a great perspective. But I didn't go to your college. I don't have yes. an MBA. So I think, I think to, to all this point, or to all the different points that I'm hearing right now, to show on campus. If you're here at the table or at home, mm-hmm. um, if you're considering going to school or going back to school, my therapist, I came from a therapy session right before we came here today, so it's just on my mind. But um, my uh, therapist once told me, she said, ask yourself, why? Why do you want to? And like, I know that sounds like a simple question, but like deeply, mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. And you have a knowing of knowing of knowing answer in your heart and in your gut and throat of what that answer is. Even if you deny it. Even right. if you, you know. know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I have a master's degree in women's and gender studies. And so, you know, I mean, what I'm lucky enough work at a subway restaurant. No offense, anyone works at Subway restaurant. We well. love Subway. Hashtag Subway. Well, you're saying you make more money now. Right, absolutely. In order to survive. Right. Um, but that degree really shifted the way that I view the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, power and privilege. Um, yeah. Race, sex, gender, um, class, like all sorts of different societal things that are real lived experiences for all of us here at the table, all of you at home. Right. 
And it's just a completely different way to look at it. And so when people would ask me, you know, well, what are you, why, why are you going to do with that? Or you must want to teach. Or why are you studying? I was like, I feel like every time I come into a women's and gender studies classroom, I feel like I'm coming home. Mm-hmm. Like I am here, what, whatever in terms of like how I make a living or whatever will fall into place once I get out, out of work, out of school, right? But if you're there because you love something and you want to learn more about it, you may not need that degree for it, right? right. It's about it's about what lights you up and what you want to better yourself. Yes. If you're going because you think you have to prove something to someone else or to yourself, right? Yeah. Or ego. Then, then, yeah, you're, then that's probably not the right, right reason. And and to answer your question to, to me, this is my opinion only. Editorial comment. Do not. <laughs> M O O, my opinion only. Moo, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> is fake it till you make it, or or that kind of like um, we've talked about this before, kind of that channeler perspective of just like I'm going to sit at this table and I'm not going to let you force me to make myself small. Yeah. I'm going to sit at this table and I'm going to I'm going to make myself just as big as you're trying to make yourself, and I'm going to say what I think and I'm going to say what I know. Yeah. And I'm going to let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. I'm shaking to my core. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm scared to death. My throat and my mouth are dry, <laughs> but I'm not going to let you intimidate me. Okay. Imposter syndrome comes in when you get, when you walk away from that table and you go back and you're like, they saw through me. Oh my yeah. gosh. They know I don't belong. They're going to, they're going to know that my mouth was dry and that, that I was scared. And that even though, even though I'm, I may have known that thing. Yeah. But because I didn't have that piece of paper on my wall, they're they're not going to believe it or whatever it is. They're not they're not going to believe me. They're going to see they're going to see through um, my bravado. And rather rather than going back to wherever I I, I say back to the office because I was in corporate America for so long, going back to the office and sitting and putting your feet up on your desk and going, I think they just you know. Or you're sitting at the table and you know that about yourself, or you feel that, and you're trying to assert that. But you don't say anything because you're in your head. You're thinking, because right. I sat in graduate classes, like, I don't belong here. What am I doing here? These people are so much smarter than me. They're working on PhD degree, whatever. What if they ask me questions I can't answer on the spur of things? Right, exactly. Right. And then there was this one time where I was in a seminar class on feminist postcolonial theory. And um, I mean, not that that's not important. I mean, but it's just like, you know, it's very like, Everybody knows everything's about that. Right, exactly, right. As a chair, right. And meta. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, and there's just something in my gut saying, like, say this yeah, about the reading, yeah. right? So I said it, and everyone was like, oh my, yeah, wow. I didn't think about reading this way. Right? Da, 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 da. And then someone across the room completely just rephrased what I said. I was like, you know, yeah. And I was like, girl, I feel a good idea. What do you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I had that moment where, like, I sat in so many classes having this imposter syndrome, like, I don't belong here. What am I doing here? These people are smarter than me. Like, just like, really. Shit talking to yourself. Yeah, of, you know? yeah. I think, and it's like I think yeah. those two things kind of walk hand in hand. I agree. Posture yes. and magnet you make it like two sides of the same sword. Yeah, yeah, it's like you may feel like an imposter. Because I had a job recently, and yeah, experience. Anyway, um, <laughs> I I was supposed to teach them something, so I taught them. A guided meditation, mm-hmm. and I felt my neck getting hot and red, and I was so nervous and thirsty. 
<laughs> she ain't have no hashtag Kirkland Prosecco up in this job <laughs> But they were so relaxed. And then I was like, but still, I felt like I didn't know what the hell I was talking about or what the hell I was doing there. Right. I think this is a great place to circle back where we were in the beginning talking about that stillness. That, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think if you are struggling with degree or not degree, imposter syndrome, and it's flip side of fake until you make it. Meditation or whatever, where you sit in quietness and this, you know, in stillness in yourself, working through that. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. I mean, I've been through therapy, and it's really super important. <laughs> like, I've been through therapy for many a reasons throughout my life, different times, different therapists. Also, a huge advocate for being your own advocate with your doctors, whoever they are, medical yeah. person, professional, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Be your own advocate. Um, I've had some really shitty experiences. If anyone wants to reach out and share theirs, please contact. Please do. You're um, paying them. So, but like, and I, okay, last year, I'm going to say end of 2020, I was like, okay, well, even in early 2024, I found you as a tribe, which you never talked about in the last episode. Um, I was really struggling. I was like, man, I really feel like I need to talk to somebody. And just somebody outside of my sphere, my family, my friends, you would just give me that honest, brutal opinion. And just say, hey, this is lead you to the question. You no, I don't know anyone like that. <laughs> <laughs> Where shall you ever find that hill? But sometimes it's very helpful having a third party person not involved in life, not knowing anything, just to point that stuff out. But I really started knuckling down on meditation. And it was super uncomfortable. And at times, it's still very is uncomfortable being in your own head because I'm like, okay, I should be focusing on the front of this. And then yeah. I ripped off. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so horrible. I can't do anything right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like squirrel. Right? <laughs> I can't even be still right. right? right. You know, working through things like jealousy or <laughs> situations in my life of frustration or anger, sitting there in one of the meditations I was going through was called a witness meditation. So you're witnessing your emotions, you're naming them, but you're not explaining them. And I think that really helps me get comfortable with that really gut core uncomfortable part of myself that I don't currently want to go talk to. So so like where you're not like actually feeling them in the moment, you were just kind of seeing that they're there and naming them without like, without jealousy. But I'm not telling why I'm jealous. I'm not mansplaining it. You know, I'm just like, I'm jealous. Okay. Anger and no and no judgment about right. the fact that no I am just just, just oh there's jealousy okay and, right. right and see what else comes up and that's really helped I think that can help mm-hmm. with imposter syndrome like you mm-hmm. want that degree and I'm not wrong I love that piece of paper mm-hmm. I'm like I got a degree and you were in it yeah I loved I loved it it may not be well so working but it's something well, it was and I got the degree. My collected dust on my bed. I know eventually, but it's just like bridge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was a really good overview of lots of different points. Yeah. Well, and I think at the you know to to bring it full circle, the thing the thing is, we all deal with those. We all struggle with those inner yeah with those inner demons mm-hmm. and. Of the feelings of not feeling good enough, or or not feeling worthy, or you know whatever whatever you want to call it, but you know 
it, it, all, it all comes down to, I'm sorry, if you hear something in the background, my, my cat is, Gracie. sweet Gracie, is tearing up everything in the like, you guys have been over there for too long and my food bowl is in the air. Which is, which is, you need to recognize. Right. Like, I'm a favorite <laughs> <laughs> So we must go feed the kitten, right? Now. Absolutely. But, you know, it kind of, it kind of all comes down to, like, Whatever you're gonna do, if you if you fill your cup, if you fill your cup first, then you have what you need to give to others. If you put your mask on first, then you can help everybody else on the plane. But you have it's it's not selfishness, it's not it's not lack of of compassion or empathy. It is I have to be whole That's right. before I have anything yeah. to give to you. That's yeah, right. that help you. And if if you're whatever you're doing, if you're doing it from that space that I'm making myself whole, so I can help as many people as I can, then then that's the right thing to do, and you're doing it for the right reason. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fill your glass full of prosecco first, and then and on that, add a splash of Saint Germain. And on that note. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.